Welcome to the Mom and Parrot Podcast, where we talk about the importance of digital branding for your business. During this season, we will speak to our clients as well as other industry leaders about their experiences building a professional presence online. So grab your drink of choice and join us as we dig deeper into the benefits of digital branding for your business. Hey guys, welcome back. We're so excited to bring you part two of our training we did in partnership with Luke Jones, operating principal of the Keller Williams Center in the United Kingdom, one of the fastest growing estate agencies in the UK. Today's episode is focused on how to come up with a video strategy for your social media efforts, even if you are terrified to put your face on camera. It's a good one. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Let's let's also bring up the point of, of with video a bit more is that, yeah. is that obviously certain certain channels you know prefer certain lengths right and so right now correct me if I'm wrong ladies but I think Instagram is currently ninety seconds now one and a half minutes is that right for reels um, reels can be like as short as thirty seconds or ten seconds. Um, you know, but I think the maximum that they'll oh, allow, the is, yeah, is uh, is like I think it's now ninety seconds, which I think is yeah. the new the new length. Now, you know what we know is is the engagement on video is different on different channels, right? So, so one of the things that you definitely want to do with your video is don't spend a lot of time initially saying, "Hi, this is Linda Horner. I'm with so and so." You know, just crack on, right? Just just go straight into the content that you're looking to deliver because otherwise you lose people's attention very, very quickly. But here's the good news, right? Is that YouTube is your friend, right? So YouTube is the second largest search engine after Google, which happens to own YouTube. And so YouTube can be a place where you can store as a kind of online repository, if you like, of all your content where, where then it doesn't go away. So regardless of algorithms and regardless of what have you, and if you get into a habit of also putting the content then into your own YouTube channel, then it's there, right? And that will help drive the SEO of your website and your Google presence. So kind of going off topic a little, because we're talking more about social media optimization, but to the extent that you know, YouTube and Google and your Google business page are really important because they can that's where you can hold a lot of your content plus it's also going to help drive that seo and and all that good stuff is that true guys SEO. we're already meeting we're already on mute yeah so um we're on mute oh no we're not on mute <laughs> uh so yeah the, he's exactly right youtube is um one of the biggest search engines so the way that people put in questions in google they put into YouTube, which is unique to other social media platforms of somebody searching by a question. I'm not sure if it, my husband all the time like searches for, uh, I don't know, car stuff, how to, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about, but he always uses questions and it pops up on YouTube and that's unique compared to Instagram and Facebook, which uses keywords. So um, YouTube is definitely one of the strongest tools you can get, um, out there, um, and be found, uh, especially when it is, when people are looking in your local area for, um, an agent, it's really easy to be localized on YouTube. Um, 
and, yeah. and I'll tell you guys, and I may be, I may be a bit out on my own on this in, in, in the UK, but we know that this is the case in America because studies have shown it. There are now agents who are selling homes online through these channels, through Instagram, through YouTube. It's literally, you know, you might not physically still have to have, you know, real estate offices and brokerages and all the rest of it. But what I'm saying is that, is that you, can, you can literally, we just had one of our associates in our Dubai office close on a deal that, that was done entirely through a connection of hers through Instagram, you know, and it, it was a multi, multi-million dollar home. And so, so we know that this is happening now. And so, so it's about really kind of getting ahead of that because this is what's going to happen more and more. And so, you know, take the time to go and form your YouTube channel, you know, get your, get all of your main channels set up, your Insta, your Facebook, your, your, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, um, your TikTok. And so obviously you don't need to do it. You don't need to go across everything, but what do you think of the main ones guys right now for, for, this kind of industry, the estate agency business? Is it Insta and Facebook and LinkedIn or what do, you, what do we think? Well, first of all, what you're going to keep up with consistently is what we suggest. Uh, if Twitter is not your jam, don't try to learn it. We want you to do the one that you guys are comfortable and can do consistently. Um, that being said, here's my you know corny analogy, is the more real estate you take up on the internet, the greater chance you're going to be found compared to your competitors. So if you're looking really good on Instagram, really good on Facebook, really good on LinkedIn, YouTube, across the board, um, you're going to be picked up more than the person who isn't, which just, you know, makes sense. So as far as searchability and impact, um, what do you think? I would say Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Yeah, probably. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then YouTube, you know, again, it's, it, you can post things to YouTube that you aren't going to be sharing on your socials. Like, you know, if you're posting like, like a drone tour of a house location, um, that may not be something you want to share on social media all the time. Um, and as far as Facebook goes, because their views of personal posts and business page posts have decreased so um, dramatically, as far as Facebook goes, we would suggest joining community groups and getting in the habit of just being active on those groups and kind of um, watching the feeds. So when uh, you want to do a quick post of a listing or a local business or something, just like post your um, your people have already like heard and seen you. So when somebody is looking for an agent, um, you know, that's your time to shine and say, Hey, you know, direct message me, but make um, sure you're, make sure you're responding to comments on Facebook using your business profile. Um, and I would recommend putting first light, first name, last name, comma, estate agent or realtor or whatever you guys use over there. So that way, when you're commenting on a community post that says, Hey, where can I find the best coffee in town? You could type on that. And then it says, you know, Luke Jones, RE or whatever. State agent. Yeah, state yeah. agent. Um, so even when you're not talking, you're advertising for yourself. Uh, oh, you're in a state agent. <laughs> he really <laughs> well, knows this stuff. Well, hello, I'm looking for a house. Yeah. 
So, so guys, you, you you talked about something that's really quite important, which um, which, and then we'll pause for for questions in a minute and get some engagement back from you guys. But but I think that that engagement is the key, right? So, so you know, it 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 used to be that you wanted a, a ton of followers. Now that the algorithms have changed a lot, you know, it's not about the followers; it's about people that are actually engaging with you. And so, so remember that 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 you know, because now through reels and through the, the changes in these platforms, these are now open to everybody, right? So you can have a ton of a ton of views on something and you could easily rack up thousands of views of a particular post, but it's it's really only the engagement that counts. So think of the engagement almost like when you're at a party and someone says hi to you or something. You don't just like fob them off you've got to say hi back right so this is it's very it's like social media etiquette that you need to actually respond and but you can respond using emojis and you can respond just you know very simply but if someone engages engage back for sure for sure so i want to pause for a second because we've been talking at you for for a little while but but give me some feedback you guys is this like i want to get i want to get a sense do we have people in the room who literally don't do any social at all yet and they want to do social? And have we got people in the room who are all over social but want to figure out how to do it better? What's, give me some feedback you know, from you guys. Well, I use Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't use Twitter. I've used Twitter in the past and um, hasn't really worked, but you get far more engagement through um, Facebook in any case. And just what you were saying about video, I mean, video is proven to be five times more effective than a still image. So uh, it's from a marketing point of view, definitely uh, a good thing to include in your mix. And you've been using it more and more in your business, right, Simon? Since we've been since we've known each other, you've been sort of <laughs> ramping it up. So have you seen a, a, a marked improvement in in you know your the growth of your community and engagement in your community? Yeah, I mean, I link up to local communities in my area, um, and I post all sorts. So it's either stuff that I'm doing, it's upcoming um properties that i'm about to put on the market and i tend to do it before i put it on the market to warm everyone up and get some initial inquiries and then i also uh once it's on right move i include the right move link to it and um you know the usual hockey stick in terms of that's basically when you launch it and that's over time yeah if I, a, if I do a facebook campaign then i get spikes oh good so, so you get, you get a lot of engagement in terms of, well, views in any case. And, you know, I can tell that because I include the right move link and it comes up on my right move um, report. And I publicize that. So, you know, basically do other agents do this? And I've got proof of the pudding, which is my chart. And I use that in my Facebook um, posts as well. Smart, I like that. And so, and so it kind of feels like it's a journey, right? So, so when, you're, when you're launching your new listing on the market, there is so many opportunities in which to market around that using social media. So, so you've got your coming soon, and then you've got your you know, about to launch, right. sneak preview, and then you've got hitting the market this weekend. Da, 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 da. And so you know, there's, just, there's just a lot of ways to. But again, going back to your point, Mike, earlier, Mike Shaw earlier on, no one wants to braggadocious kind of like, hey, I just sold another property. Whoop-de-doo, right? That's not interesting. What they want to know is 
is you know the stats behind it they want to know what's happening in the local market they want to know where the prices are they want to know what's happening you know right now with how many days of inventory is there on the market because as we know you know there's more inventory coming on and days on market is starting to increase and not decrease so it's all that kind of stuff that that, that i think is really important to be able to share mm. and i have any to, other oh, I, have, I have i have got a listing that came from facebook as well <laughs> <laughs> it does work it sure does work good so so let's let's throw this out to you guys any any other areas that we've covered off so far that you that you'd like to have that you have questions on or, or need clarity over that's amazing we're being so clear i've got one look yeah <laughs> go on andrew yeah just i'm a bit of a dinosaur at this yeah i am getting better at it could you just explain to me about the hashtags and how that actually works. Because you mentioned that if you can group one, so would you group hashtags for like a group of hashtags for your Facebook and for your for your LinkedIn and for your Instagram, and then just drop them in? Jennifer or, or Alyssa, you take this. Couldn't find the unmute button. Sorry. Um, so that's a really good question. Your hashtags. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of unfortunately trial and error for a little bit um and it may you know your trial and error is not day to day it may need to be a whole month where you're trying um some some location hashtags with your mix of general and i think you to start from actually how they work and it's 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 very cool actually we could speak all day on like hashtags and keywords and search terms but what happens is you basically labeling um your platform or your post with a word that describes it so when you do hashtag exeter agent you're hoping that somebody who searches exeter agent your post pops up so is think of it like a label so that when people are searching for something similar yours pops up. So that's why it's so important to do a mix and to kind of um, do a selection because if somebody is searching for um, um, some, you know, something more general, it might pop up too. You're trying to give it as much opportunity to pop up in different areas that you can. So it's super hard because you can't tell what people are thinking or what they're searching for. Well, you can do a lot of research and actually come pretty close, but uh, if you're gonna guess, if you were a person, if you were a person who was searching for a professional online, what would you type in? And then you got to decide. Okay, if I would type that in, I'm assuming hundreds of other people are gonna try to be typing in the exact same thing. And then you're gonna take that, and that's what you're gonna want to use for. Uh, so you're saying put yourself in the eyes of the of the follower and the user. So so kind but of. Not just any follower or user or client. Think about your your client. Like, like what kind of clients do you love to work with? Is it first-time homebuyers? Is it people who are transferring from another country or or another county? Like what investment kind of investment property? Investment property. Yeah. Like uh, women, men. Like if you get very specific, there's riches and niches, as they say. Yeah. So think of your ideal client and then and then think as them. Um, because one of our favorite phrases is if you try and appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. So you need to kind of think about who do I enjoy working with the most? Maybe that's not first time homebuyers because they're needy and annoying. Maybe it's retirement 
people who want an extra property, you know, you just need to think about that when and you're then, your hashtag. And then uh, Andy, the one thing that, and I'll just tell you what I do, right? And whether I, whether it's working or not, I don't know, but we get a certain amount of engagement and, and, and I think thanks to these lovely ladies, I think we're doing a great job. So, so what, so what I tend to do is when I write the post, if it's something that feels like it could be a hashtag that I'm in, in the actual text that I'm writing, I'll just create a hashtag. So instead of putting, you know, market center, two words, I'll put hashtag market center. So then, because that feels like a, a hashtag, right? And then, and, then, and then at the bottom, I'll always put a hashtag for the location, like Jennifer said, always put a hashtag for my three words, which is mine is action, community, freedom. So you see it everywhere, right? On my, on my social. And then I'll always put in like the same type of things, but, but then I just simply copy and paste that block of hashtags. And then I put them all the different, on all the different channels. So I'm not going super nerdy and creating different hashtags for different social media channels. I guess one could, but I'm just sort of, you know, copying and pasting um, on the different platforms. One of the basic things I would do, and this is what I do, is sort of Northampton estate agent, um, Piddington, which is where I live, and the, you know, the villages around me, generally speaking, about 200 houses. So, you know, people in those villages are going to go to Piddington or Horton or Hackleton and what have you. And, you know, I make sure that I include the hashtag or the words estate agent, because if they type in a search looking for an estate agent in the using that particular hashtag, then, you know, clearly I will come up and others won't because the nationals won't be as uh, pragmatic as I will in terms of being sort of um, targeting those particular geographies. They'll, they'll be, you know, estate agent Northampton or Bedford or what have you. So um, any other questions? And then I want to move on to something even more terrifying than just doing videos. So, uh, so any other questions out there? Okay, so the next level up, you guys, and again, lean into this because, because you know, growth comes from discomfort, right? Is, is going live. And going live on, on Facebook or on YouTube is just a massive way of getting engagement to the extent that it's kind of imagine like breaking news, right? People, people feel like there's, it's gotta be newsworthy if it's live. And so, so consider going live, you know, at least once a week, if you can, in your communities where you're talking about a specific hot button issue in the, in the market. So for example, if the interest rates have ticked up a quarter of a point, you know, and you want to talk about where loan rates are heading, go live with that, you know, and, and, and again, what that does is it just kind of reboosts, reboots your, the, the engagement with your with your community. And here's what's happening on Facebook is that, is that you know, it used to be that, that if you posted a hundred times and you had a, a thousand followers, everyone would see those posts. But now because there's so much content out there, it's your posts to your community, your Facebook friends are getting lost. That's the problem, right? And so there are ways in which you can just remind them that you're there by doing something as, as brazen as going live. So it's definitely something to think about. How does that feel with people? Is that, is that just simply terrifying and screw it, I'm never gonna do that? Or you're nodding your head, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. So, so but give me some feedback on that. Why, why is that awful? 
I would be worried. I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be stuck for words, I think. Okay. So Linda was saying that she'd be worried about what to say and stuck for words. Remember, you know, we're experts, right? We know we know our local markets. We know what's going on in, in property. And we know things that people are genuinely interested in. And we mustn't make the assumption that it needs to be anything more complex than just simply, you know, what's happening with the property market right now. But also your perspective, right? And so again, this is one of the things, and you talk about authenticity and delivering content that's that's real, is that you, you know, and Mike Collins, I said this to you the other day, if you don't mind me saying, is, is that is that Mike put out a great post full of full of data points and great analysis and what's happening in the market. But what he didn't do, and then he did do it, which is great, is kind of really provide a solution and provide his perspective. So instead of just delivering the news, which is all news is there to terrify, right? But we're there to clarify. So we had this opportunity as, as you know, people in our local communities to go out there and, and be that, that voice of reason and be that person who can really clarify what's happening. So people want to know what our perspective is. So if you have an opinion on something, which I'm sure we all do, share it. And that's okay. It's okay to share that stuff. Do you guys agree? Does that make sense? I'm getting some nods. So for our more, <laughs> um, the more introverted people that we do work with, um, you know, you might try to just kind of schedule a day once a month and just kind of do it, rip the bandaid off and see like what the results are. Because again, we're not talking about, um, you know, short-term results, we're talking about long-term consistency. Um, your business is referral-based. Um, so by posting consistently, cohesively, and, um, you know, building up that kind of long-term presence, um, you're going you're gonna to see uh, results. Now, um, in the short-term, doing the lives, doing the videos, doing the reels, yeah, you'll get... Um, some good spikes and mega views, um, but as long as you have a strategy, oh, the slide that we're on, as strategy in place um, and consistency is key, uh, you, you should be kind of setting yourself up in a way that you will be getting the referrals um, over your competition. And you mentioned something there, Jennifer, which I'm glad you did, because because, you know, there is, you know, a lot of times you, you, like there are there are lots of agents out there that are building amazing businesses because of their social media presence. And they're on it all the time. And you're like, oh, God. Well, like, when do they do anything else? But what they're doing is they're being very they're being very smart around scheduling like a day a month. Right. Where it's like video day. And, and you, you have a bunch of you, a bunch of different shirts and skirts and you just change change costumes and move around and whatever and, and but you but you sort of prepare it right and so the other thing is is that how many times do we get questions when you're when you're a busy agent you've got lots of customers and lots of clients do you get like bombarded with all these different questions all the time just write these questions down and then you can record in bulk here's a question that I had from a customer the other day. And this is, and so it becomes one of those things. So if you can set aside time to shoot content, you know, once a month and just pull up your socks and get on with it. The other thing that, that you definitely want to be able to do is, is shoot that, what we call evergreen content, right? So this is, this is content that year round is going to be relevant. 
So then that way, you know, it's not specific to today's market and it's not specific to, you know, a, like a specific listing, but it's just a general thing, you know, top 10 tips for buyers or whatever. Um, and so, you know, create evergreen content and get, get, put a date in the calendar and prepare for it, like, and do a whole day. Um, it's a good way to kind of get over that, that fear. And, and a great an acronym for you, you know, I'm full of these acronyms. Fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real, right? So fear is, it's a subjective thing. It's inside of our head because what might be very fearful for you is, is may, may not be fearful for me. I have no compunction about like getting on video at all, but there are certain things that I find terrifying, which I, you know, which is silly. So don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's all subjective. Um, any other questions out there? Any other thoughts? Yep. I've got yes, one. Andy. Sorry about this because yeah. I'm so crap at this and I just need to get better at it. So um and and I noted Lucy's um post this morning and she was talking about like she'd invested in some more equipment. I'm thinking about like what sort of props do we have, what sort of stuff would help us be better at it. Because I see people like obviously holding the camera in front of them and some of them look really good. And they I've seen a lot, I watch a lot of sailing videos, I'm seeing people you know it's so professional looking and i think well how the hell do they do that on their own how do they manage to do that and how do they present that so is there anything out there that we should be looking at if we're looking to be better than i'm definitely a guy for radio i'd be great on radio but see videos <laughs> and i hate listening to my voice You're a handsome devil. <laughs> I mean, we would say invest in lighting if you're going to do video. So a ring light is as cheap as 30 bucks on Amazon. It can clip to a computer. Uh, it doesn't have the reflection that like a lamp would do. It's a very um, kind of mute light that lights you up and does something like, I don't know, something really nice to the pupils. I know that's a weird way of describing it. it. Yeah. But like, if you want to like all of a sudden like look real good, real professional, a ring light in the office when you're outside go in the shade um I know it kind of like looks like it's dark but it's gonna um you won't have those sunspots um so that would be a good thing to think about um when you're in a house sound a is a really important one right you guys the quality of sound so if you were going to invest in something maybe get some get mic'd up or something you know that's interesting i wouldn't put that as the first um and yeah definitely get a, a mic if that's on your list and you well, to do a lot but a lot of these videos are actually watched on silent so i would say if you were only going to buy one thing the lighting is more important than the sound but that's not to knock the sound well i would also suggest um i have like a list i i love doing this stuff so i could talk oh, for hours um like getting super excited about it um Yes, the ring light, and you can buy ring lights that come with a phone holder, um, and so you can set your phone in there, and then Instagram and TikTok, if that's your jam, they both have the, the setting on there where you can set a timer, so you can set it up, step back, set the timer, and then you record, so use, use that tool, um, but yeah, have a stand, and if you're going to be in a room, like let's say you want to do a live where you're interviewing somebody, then that is when you would want to have a microphone, um, because most likely you're not going to be, you know, close enough to whatever recording device you're using to pick up everything. Um, so you want to have something that can amplify your voice. But yeah, lighting, phone stand, maybe a microphone if you're if you're, you know, feeling real. 
circumstances. So a, ri a ring light, that's that's a great tip. And then you mentioned in there, which I'm so glad you did again, is, is the importance of, you know, most people are now watching their content on their mobile phones, right? And oftentimes in areas where they don't have the volume on, so use captions. And, and the beauty of Instagram, and they now do this inside of Facebook as well, is that you can simply add captions you know, but, and, it, and, it, and it's good quality, right? Please, please edit your captions. Um, I know when Luke sends us videos, I do have to go through and edit because it will, especially with accents, um, depending on how strong your accent is, it will make up words. Um, so you need right. to make sure that you're not making up a new word when it's supposed so, to be. So are you telling me, are you telling me, are you telling me that you edit Luke's videos? Just, just the captions, just the captions. Oh, just the, the captions. captions, all yeah, right, not, yeah, not, okay. Not, yeah. I'm a one-take wonder, Andy. <laughs> yeah, right. One take I thought but, that. Yeah. Actually, but, if you want to talk about one-take wonders, here's, here's some good advice. We, we see this all the time. Uh, frame the shot. We don't need to see all your nostrils. Like, just look straight <laughs> on. Like, it doesn't have to be selfie. But please don't and just not, like, have it down here. Not this close to your face. Like, back up a little bit, you know. Don't do it in your car don't show too much cleavage like I know this sounds like high school stuff but when you are looking you know good and professional and you know looking straight on that already is going to validate you next to a ton of stuff already there um so things as simple as dress and perspective um to ring light and you know microphones and, and the other thing that Alyssa yeah. reminded me of the other day is when you're when you're shooting a video, if it's particularly if it's something that you're going to do captions on, if you're too close and the captions are going to be on your face. Right. So try and, you know, be back and, and then you have room real estate here in which to put the captions in. So that's that's a good tip if you're if you're going to want to do captions. Because um, captions, captions, um, I mean, we're not you guys probably aren't to the level where you can have captions that are only on during mute, um, but they're gonna be on even if your voice is talking. So if it's covering your mouth, then it's just, it, it just kind of garbles it all up and looks yeah. funny, so. Yeah. Another quick thing that I wanted to, to remind you guys of when you're shooting, um, you know, because again, on a budget or, or you know, I, I, we always recommend, of course, using a professional to go and do your, your video, your home, your listing videos and things like that but but nonetheless if you're doing a walkthrough which is great because you're the you're the agent showing the property you know what you what i know it seems goofy but what you can do is is if you hold the the phone because no one wants to see a wobbly thing right so so the camera that's on the on the back of your camera is better quality than the one that's on the front right so so you want to make sure that that you use the camera that's the proper the best quality camera and then also the mic is on the front. So you wanna have it held, I know it seems silly, but like hold it like this steady in your arms so that then it's kind of locked off. So you kind of create that steady cam thing, right? So it's a bit more of a flow when you walk through, but then you're also talking closer to the microphone. So that's, that's a really good tip for you guys going through your properties and shooting your videos. Oh, I know we're approaching the hour mark and some of you don't yep. hop off. So real fast, um, and then we can kind of wrap this up. We um, One thing I do want to make clear is none of this matters if you're not giving people a way to contact you. So across your platforms, make sure your email, phone, however um, you want them to reach out to you is easily available. 
And then the other thing is we're pasting in the chat right now. We told you that there would be a freebie for staying through the presentation. And if you guys are jumping off, I wanna make sure you have that. This we put together a um, social media calendar for the week, a seven day calendar um, posting schedule, some templates for your um, social media and some story templates to kind of get you started and wrap up a little bit about what we were um, talking about. So make sure you check it out and make sure you grab that. Um, and if you're jumping off, but otherwise, uh, let's continue. Thank you, guys. And, and, and yeah, I think what all I would add to that is, is that, you know, we, we, we understand the power of leverage, right? So the thing is, is that you can, you can do a lot of this stuff yourself. You know, you can just use your mobile phone to go out there and just shoot content. Just, just do it, right? JFDI, just fucking do it. Just get out there and do it. But, but then you can also get more sophisticated and build a strategy around it. And Andy, you can buy the ring lamp and you can, you know, you can add some things in. But at a certain point in time, you know, it's well worth considering working with a social media marketing agency or a, or a team that can help you to be able to create that kind of consistency um, and to be able to design that sort of schedule for you. And so, but you know, you have to earn the right to do that, right? So as we, as we always talk in our business, lead with revenue and not expenses. And so, but build out the plan where there'll come a point in time when, when you're like, yes, I, I'm ready now to actually get this outsourced and, and work with an agency. Um, and I've been working with these guys for years and, and, and it, for me, it's just about leverage. So for me, it's always about how can I earn more time in my day so I can do more of the things that I want, right? With, with my family and my friends. So I'll just shoot video and then I'll just whack it over to, to Alyssa and then she's, she's, she cracks on, right? So it's leverage. Um, but, but we've got to do the hard work. We've got to shoot the content and we've got to go out there and put ourselves out there in the community. And so I guess the way to think of that is that, is that this is the best way to create relationships at scale in a very authentic way with people is by using social media and using video. So with that said, any last questions or comments or feedback? What do we got? A resounding silence. I think it's like, well, if you wanna be an estate agent, if you wanna be one that's not like totally in the dust or left behind, then it's like, kind of do like I get it I, I empathize right because like I don't want to go live like that's just not <laughs> who I am you know but also if you don't go live if that's totally out of your wheelhouse and like you got to then find other ways to I guess kind of like make up for it I've always kind of cringed when you see like for sale for sale for sale for sale sold sold for sale for sale because it's so boring and nobody gives a shit you sold this or that was, you know, on the market, unless you're like really looking. So I don't know, you got to have something, you got to have something, some kind of presence out there because anytime I guess you hire a service, like what's the first thing you do is like, you usually Google it. So like, if you're not there, then like you're dead, basically. <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is harsh, but it's true. It's, it's business Darwinism, right? This is the way it's going. And so, and so if we're not, if we're not doing this stuff, we soon become, we soon become irrelevant, but this is, as Amanda says, it's an opportunity to just with a, a small little few things here and there be completely different from the next person because your own authenticity is that's your superpower. 
right? That's what makes you different. No one can take that away from you. So all of you have that opportunity to do that and your vibe attracts your tribe, right? But then also we all, you know, because of the model that we have, you know, there, we have a very abundant viewpoint on this. There's a lot of properties out there and a lot of people with homes to sell that need our help. And so you could go super narrow and just be known in one little postcode and be just fine. But you have to tell people, you have to be out there and you have to be seen. So with that said, thank you guys. I appreciate you all coming along. Thank you, Alyssa and Jennifer. You guys are awesome and, and, and we love you. And thank you for your continued help with, with our business here at Keller Williams Exeter. Thanks for tuning into the Mom Empire podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, or if you didn't, we still hope you like, share, subscribe, or check us out at themomempire.com. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, visit our website for more information. See you next time.